A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. <laughs> I was just sitting here saying, oh, Monday, 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 Monday. Uh, here we are, day 22 of the program. It's the beginning, if you are listening day-to-day in real time, along with our winter 2024 program. So it's Monday. How are you feeling? So you've been on a diet for a few weeks now. Are you fucking excited about this week and where you are at? Or did you wake up today all funky, stressing? I'm never going to lose this weight, right? Um, Week three is one of my favorite weeks. Week three is all about mindfulness. So the last few weeks, listen, heads up, if you're doing the Livy method, we haven't even tried to lose weight yet. We haven't. We are trying to undo all of the years of stress and shitty diets that you have put your body through. (laughs) We are trying to undo all of the neglect and disconnect that you have put your body through. Um, We're just trying to like reset everything. We're just trying to get your body to half-ass function at a functionable state where it can even focus on all the things that you want it to do. Uh, the last couple of weeks been just following that food plan, trying to give it some nutrient rich foods uh, after all of the processed crap you've given it, <laughs> right? You know, not eating your fruits because you're afraid it's going to make you fat, not eating your nuts and your high fat, you know, your good healthy fats because you're afraid it's going to make you fat. Um, Just following a simple nutrient rich food plan that is really designed to give your body everything that it needs and really consistently doing that in, in a routine so that your body can be like, oh, okay, there's routine here, right? And not be all stressed out every day, depending on your day, just trying to get through every one of your stressful days. So following that basic food plan, uh, making your meals and snacks nutrient-rich, eating dissatisfaction just to give your body what it needs. That's novel, right? As opposed to starving it and depriving it, just giving it what it needs so it can do what it needs to do, which is keep you alive, let alone functioning at the most optimal levels. Um, so you've been laying the foundation. You've made all these healthy changes food plan wise, and you um, have been drinking your water. Hopefully you've had an opportunity to read over those 20 maximizing questions, which is all the other things that you can actually do to be proactive with this program, the process. Um, Stress is, even though you're making all these healthy changes, it's still stressful on your body because you're making all these changes. Um, Three weeks in, your body's starting to calm down from all of that. And this is where we can take a step back and start to be aware of how your body's been responding. So that's one of the, that's one of the focus. That's the focus this week is to be more aware of the the changes that your body's making and how it's been responding to the changes that you have been making. It's all about getting into portions too. So this is where we start asking the four mindful eating questions to get in tune with the portions. A goal this week is to eat just enough so that you're walking away and feeling satisfied and not stuffed and really be in tune with that. Asking those four questions every single meal and snack because we don't count, we don't weigh, we don't measure, and we're not going to start. Um, it's also a great week for bringing up issues and associations like eating when you're bored, eating with when you're stressed because you just have to show up and do what you need to do. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just getting bored with the food plan. I'm not motivated. Okay, good. If you're bored, that means you've been really routine with everything that you need to do. And you know, if you're being routine, your body knows what to do with that. And as we move forward, we are actually going to start to try to lose weight. We are going to, we are going to try to move the dial on that scale. Now you may be saying, Gina, F you, I've been working so hard and making all this change. Great. And if you're, if you're, if your weight has dropped, awesome. But also if your weight hasn't dropped, it's so normal at this point. Um, like I see a lot of people coming in today and they're just so disappointed in their scale. And I, then I wonder, okay, well, how was your weekend? How was your weekend? You're you're upset about what's going on this with the scale today, but really, how was your weekend? Like, did you eat all your meals and snacks? Did you get out there and move your body? Did you get a great sleep? Were you maximizing your efforts? I'm going to guess not because if you were, you'd be excited about this week. And if the scale is up, it's because your weight is about to drop because you've been doing all the things, you know, if you're here in week three and you are like, oh, I don't know if this program's going to work for me, you're missing it. 
you're missing it. If you are here in week three and you're stressing about the fact that the scale hasn't moved yet, but you really are doing all the things, you're missing it. If you are here wondering if you're going to lose weight because you're menopausal, you got hormones, you're missing it. You're missing it because this is so much more. If you are back for another round because you didn't lose weight in your first couple rounds, whatever, you're missing it because the living method is all about figuring out what's going on with you, what your body needs. It's about doing things so radically different than any other diet that you've ever done and giving it the time to actually make the changes that you want to see, right? I was thinking about this this morning. Like if you went to your doctor and you had like, I don't know, like Maybe you have diabetes or thyroid issues or hormone issues or whatever. Maybe you broke your leg or maybe whatever it is. Three weeks in, you wouldn't be like, oh, this isn't going to work for me, right? Like you wouldn't go to your doctor and be like, oh, you haven't cured my diabetes yet. So this isn't going to work for me. Oh, you haven't, you know, I, my, my fi- thyroid issue isn't fixed. Like really weight loss or weight gain, it, it is somewhat of a health issue. And so it's going to take you a lot longer than most people like in order to lose that. So, you know, just about your mindset this morning, where are you at? Are you freaking excited because you've just been like doing all the things day in, day out? You feel amazing. Maybe the scale's not cooperating, but you're feeling all those non-scale victories and you're just here for it. And what does week three bring? You're going to get into it. You're going to be asking those four questions. You pulled out your maximizing post today and you're doing all the things, right? Or did you show up just a pissy? pants funk because you haven't lost all your weight yet in three weeks and you know you're trying hard but like you're not drinking all your water you're not trying to get better sleep you're not trying to maximize your efforts yeah have you are you a menopausal woman and worried that you won't lose weight because of hormones yet you have you're not doing any kind of resistance training right? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, So check your mindset today. I'm so excited about this week. We have, we have some amazing guests that are going to be on. We're going to talk sleep tomorrow with uh, Dr. Beverly. She's a psychologist, but also a sleep researcher. So we're going to talk about the psychology behind sleep. Super looking forward to that conversation. Alana McGinn is going to, um, here's one, right? Sorry, I gotta. <laughs> okay, I, gotta, I get sidetracked by the comments. Let me get through this first. I'll get to your comments. Alana McGinn is going to join us on Wednesday. She's going to talk about sleep hygiene. Super important because you think that you were doing the things you're not. You're not. Trust me, because I thought I was doing all the things. You're not doing the things. Uh, and then on Thursday, Dr. Alinka is going to join us, and she's going to talk about stress and sleep and how that affects your hormones and your weight loss journey. So super excited about that. We have a great week this week. Impressive. Gained four pounds over the weekend. Okay, you didn't. <laughs> That's really important. If you are still talking about gaining weight when the scale goes up, you are missing it, right? You are missing it because you have got to change that verbiage. Now, the scale might have gone up four pounds, right? I, and I'm going to get into your what you have to say here in a second. This the scale might have gone up four pounds, but you didn't gain weight. So that's really important, right? You have to change the verbiage that you're using so that your brain changes the way you are viewing what's happening on your scale. Okay. So let me get into this. Gained four pounds over the weekend. The weight I had lost over the last three weeks. Okay. Did well on a girl's weekend, much better than in the past and had a ton of fun. I'm curious to see how fast it comes back off again and trust that gently getting right back in the program will show me that this is sustainable lifestyle. Okay. So you don't trust it. That's fine. That's cool. So first of all, you didn't gain four pounds over the weekend. And I love that you owned up to this, right? The weight I had lost over the last weeks, it's not the same. It's not the same. This is such a big conversation right now because every fucking Monday we have this conversation. So I'm glad that you brought it up. You didn't gain four pounds over the weekend. You just, you can't. You can't take the food that you are eating and have your body converted into four pounds of fat. Like, imagine if it could. That makes you fat over the weekend. Right. And this is why you have got to read the scale post. You have to read the what real weight loss looks like with the examples of scales. And you have to read the why is my weight up post because you're just going to make yourself crazy every Monday if you come into this process um, thinking that you've gained weight or that you've gained back the weight that you worked really hard to lose. That is so huge. You can't put those two sentences together. Gain four pounds over the weekend at the weight I lost over the last three weeks. That's crazy pants. It's crazy pants. It makes no sense. Again, I love this question, but I'm just generalizing. That's fucking crazy pants. You didn't gain all the weight that you lost so hard to lose over a couple of days. It's just, it's not possible. 
right? It's not possible. So we have to really understand that. Um, did well on a girl's weekend, much better than in the past. And I had a ton of fun. Okay. So did well, much better than the past. Isn't the same as following the program and the plan, right? It's not the same. So I'm assuming you had some drinks. You're probably up late, some salty food, all of that. Like I can, I, my, my weight can go up four pounds at the end of the day. Ever weigh yourself at the end of the day? Don't do it because literally if you weigh yourself at the end of the day, your weight can be up like 10 pounds at the end of the day. Um, so lots of reasons why your weight will be up. And that's why a lot of people are coming in the weekend. So upset with what's going on the scale, but not like not owning what they did on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Not owning what you did on the weekend. Don't be angry at it. Now, if you did come in today, and you are angry at what's happening on the scale or disappointed or frustrated, have a conversation with yourself. Have a conversation with yourself. A real, don't berate yourself. Have a conversation with yourself. Okay, I'm not happy with what's happening on the scale today. Um, obviously, this is reflective of the choices that I made or didn't make on the weekend. So what was my mindset when I made these choices? Did I just say, oh, fuck it. I'll just deal with it next week. What was it? Was it hashtag worth it? I don't care. But then today you're complaining about it. Like, like reflect back on your weekend and be like, what was my mindset going in the weekend? What are the choices that I made? What was my mindset around those choices? Because this all leads to into our week of mindfulness, being aware of the choices that you are making and how your body is responding to them. So reflecting back on the weekends, right? And that whole process, how did you get to where you are at today being so frustrated with the scale? How are you feeling Friday going into the weekend where you're like, I feel amazing, the momentum of your week, right? You felt great. And then because maybe you felt great, you decided, oh, I could have a few things and I'll just get back on my, on next week. And then Monday shows up and you're just so disappointed. Have a conversation with yourself. How did that happen? How did you go from feeling so great last week to now so frustrated and, you know, disappointed and, you know, feeling ways and thinking, oh my God, it's not working for me, right? How did you get there? How did you get there? Um, okay. I'm curious to see how fast it comes back off again. It doesn't, so it's, you don't have to take the weight back off again. The scale's just got to come back down. And that's just by getting right back at it because you never gained the weight in the first place. And then if your scale is up today because you were doing all the things on the weekend, that's because your weight is probably up because it's about to drop, right? So really important, really important. Um, and then, and then the end part is interesting. This will show me if this is a sustainable lifestyle. Oh, God, knock my head against my microphone 10 times. That's going to show you a fucking weekend is going to show you that it's a sustainable lifestyle. <laughs> Stick around at the end of 91 days. Stick around at the end of, at the end of 91 days. And that will show you what a sustainable lifestyle it is at the end of the day, right? Um, I love that question. I love that question. Um, down 7.5 this round. Feeling great. Curious to see how this week goes. I feel like I'm getting mindfulness piece fairly well. Oh, I love that. Yeah. My body connection is really real. Like my body connection is so real. Um, but people don't really think about their mind body connection. We talk about it all the time. It's a very real thing. You are very in tune or symbi you have a very symbiotic relationship with your body and your brain and the way they function together, which is really cool, which is why you don't need math to lose weight, right? You don't need math to lose weight. You can't count and weigh and measure your way into sustainable weight loss. It's just, that's not how it's done. And being in tune with your body can take time. So if you are someone who's just like, ah, I'm just like, you're going to start asking the four questions and then you're like, oh, I don't feel anything. I don't, my body's not talking to me. It just takes time and practice. So that's, it, it takes time and practice to be in tune with your body, right? It takes time and practice to prioritize yourself and be aware of the choices that you're making sometimes even. We just make them out of habit, right? Let alone how your body's responding. So practice, practice, practice. And that's what having to eat all these meals and snacks forces you to prioritize yourself. Having to ask these four questions when it comes to your portions, it forces you to be mindful and in tune to not only what you're eating, but how much you are eating as well. It's so cool. Really dive into it because this is the one week that people just kind of blow off. Oh, it's just kooky, you know, whatever. No, it's, it's so important because what is going to turn this into a sustainable lifestyle is you being in tune. It, talk about sustainable lifestyle because this program is not a lifestyle. It's a diet. It's a diet designed to help you lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way. 
A big part of that diet is working through your issues and associations and your habits and your beliefs and some people traumas. It's not just the physical part of what you're eating and when and helping your body manage your stress and trying to get sleep and, you know, moving your, it's not, it's not all, it's all of those things in combination. So the way that you're losing weight is really important. Have you read the set point theory? Have it, have you read the science yet behind the program? If not, you're missing it. You're missing it because we're dealing with set point. So it's all about helping your body release fat, you're going to hit a plateau. The body's going to adjust to your weight. And then again, give your body what it needs, pay attention to its needs, help your body release fat. And then you're going to hit a plateau and then your body's going to readjust your set point. Your set point is that weight that your body gets used to functioning at. And then what happens is that you're going to reach your goal. And that's right. So that then it's like you've reached your goal. So then you're going to be on one long, big ass plateau. And so that's why there are three reasons why people gain their weight back. So forget about is a sustainable lifestyle. You want to understand three reasons why people gain their weight back. One, they don't put time into solidifying their weight. They don't give their body time to adjust to the weight that they've lost. The size of your heart, your hormones, your body temperature, your blood flow, metabolism, all of that needs to adjust around your new weight, your goal weight that you have, right? That's really important. And you got to put like three months into that and not like just lose your weight and go back to doing whatever the fuck you want. Like that's why we have a lot of people who are uh, doing another round of the program to solidify their weight. There's another way too, which we'll talk about at the end of the program, um, especially because some of you are asking about that because we're having our big flash sale on Monday. Um, if you, it, Here's what I can say about that because we're going to go through maintenance at the end. If Even if you reach your goal in this group, it is a great idea to repeat the program again to help solidify your weight. But we'll talk more about that. So not putting time into allowing your body to adjust to your new weight. That is big. Um the other one is situational change. So you've lost your weight, you stabilize your weight, and your whole life changes. Your stress levels change, your routine changes. Um, you know, you were lost your weight while you were at home, and now you've got a new job, whatever that might be, and not adjusting to that not being aware that your stress levels are higher. So managing your stress, not being aware that this new routine has made you less inactive. So what can you do about that? Uh, do you know what I mean? Like really being, really being in tune to changes in your life, uh, including things like hormone changes, right? So maybe you, you lost your weight, a couple groups with us and you know, you're kind of my age and you're starting to notice hormones. So, so you're noticing your weight kind of coming back on. It's not probably what you're eating and when it's your hormones. So you got to deal with that, right? And you start doing resistance training that you weren't doing before. Um, there's lots of things you can do that. The third one and the big one, and this is where it factors in today, is not being mindful. Not being mindful. You don't gain 20 pounds back and not notice. You don't gain five pounds and not notice or not know what you did. And heads up, you can't go and gain five pounds in a weekend. So this would be over the course of like, you know, weeks month. You'd be hardcore. You'd be hard pressed to even gain any weight over a, a week. Really. A lot of fluctuations can happen for a lot of reasons. Your, your weight can be up, but to actually put on weight takes a lot longer. It's a lot more complicated than you actually think. So those are the reasons not putting time in solidifying your weight, uh, situational change, not adapting to it and not being mindful. You need to uh, be aware of the choices that you're making and how your body's responding and how to offset those changes, which we're going to talk about. So that doesn't mean that you're never going to indulge ever again once you've lost your weight. We're going to give you tips and techni techniques that you can implement whenever you do find yourself indulging that'll help your body kind of recover from that indulgence and then have your weight go right back down to your kind of stabilized weight. So, so mindfulness is a point, is a big, 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 big part of a sustainable lifestyle and habits, right? What is resistance training? So resistance training is um, maintaining muscle mass. So a big part of what happens with women in menopause is they lose their muscle mass. And your your muscle in your body helps you with your your not only your processing foods, but your sugar levels, your 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 um your insulin production. And so you need more muscle mass in your body. And so we're going to get into this exact conversation with Dr. Alinka, I'm sure, about it on Friday. So it's really important it's because of your lack of muscle mass, which means that you can eat the same amount of foods, but your, your body is more inclined to store more fat because of it. 
and how your body use, utilizes insulin and whatnot. So muscle mass is, uh, sorry, resistance training is like um, push-ups, right? Push-ups or squats, like whenever you're kind of utilizing your muscles, plus it's weights. Uh, it can be lifting weights too and trying to put muscle on or at least maintain the muscle that you have, which is really important. I need to hear this today. Spent an amazing weekend with friends, ate and drank all the things, maximized the best I could and owned it back at Monday. Yeah, right? Like I want you to, if you end up making choices, I want you to be, and you have them, I want you to get a place where it's hashtag worth it. Yeah, I feel like garbage today. My weight is up today. I feel bloated. My eyes are so salted shut, right? I can't see straight. Hashtag worth it. Had the best weekend, ate my face off, drank all the things. Ah, man, fucking worth it. Best weekend ever. That's it. That's it. And then, yeah, you get on the scale today and you laugh. <laughs> Maybe it was the three bags of sour cream and onion chips I ate and the three bottles of wine I drank. And that would, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. All right, back at it today. Here we go. That's where I want you to get to. That's where I want you to get to. That's, it's so huge to get to that point where you're calm, not just physically, but mentally around foods right? Because you know, you eat that thing, right? You're like, oh, I'm feeling rolling in Friday, you feel good, the weekend comes and you decide you're going to have that thing, right? Oh, I probably shouldn't have this. Should I have it? Shouldn't I have it? 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 Oh my God, that space in your brain. <laughs> you decide to have it, right? But cookie, I saw someone talk about Oreos there. I'm going to have that one Oreo. Oh, I shouldn't eat this. Should I eat that? I'm eating it. Oh my God, I'm eating it. Oh my God, I'm ruining everything. Oh my God, it's delicious. Oh my God. I've... Oh, I had it. Oh. Oh, I had one. Now I fucked up everything. I've ruined my whole weekend. Might as well just have another one, right? And then, oh, this is so good. And oh, fuck. I might as well have another one. I'll just get back at it tomorrow, you know? And then you need another one. And then you're done. Then you walk away and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? I'm so fat. I'm so gross. Never going to be able to lose this weight. Okay, tomorrow I'm just going to starve myself. I'm just going to like eat less. I don't care what Gina says. You know, I'm just going to eat nothing tomorrow. I'm going to starve myself again. And oh, that'll help me get back on track, right? And you don't because, you know, you're hungry. <laughs> you know, and so you go to bed. I think about how I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make real change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get into it on Monday. I'm going to, I'm going to follow the plan. I'm going to do all the things and whatever. And you wake up the next day and you get on the scale and you feel gross. You're like, oh my God, this is not working. The stupid diet isn't working. It's not working. My weight is up. Like it ruined everything. So I might as well just have, you know, chocolate chip pancakes for breakfast and whatever. Right. And then Monday comes around Sunday night, you're in bed. You're like, okay, I'm going to, this is like, it's a new week and I'm going to, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to be all in, you know, I'm going to show up on Monday and get on the scale Monday morning and it's up. Cause of course it's fucking up. Of course it's up. Of course it's up. Right. Cause you didn't do all the things you blew your whole weekend off because of a few bites of bits here or there. So you didn't drink your water. You didn't do anything. You just, of course it's up. And then you're like, oh, this program's not working. My weight is up. I gained all my weight back. You know, <laughs> you know why I know this? Because I've been there. I've done it. Same mindset, same headspace. Been there, done it. Been there, done it. Been there, done it. So owning it or reflecting on it is so beneficial not to berate yourself. It's so important. What I just went through is not owning it. It's not reflecting on it. It's not trying to understand it. Why did I eat the cookie? I thought it was going to bring me, so, I wanted to eat the Oreo. I thought it was going to bring me so much joy. Did I even enjoy it? Did I, did I even enjoy the Oreo? Right? Like, think about it, right? Like I wanted this Oreo. It's going to bring me so much joy. And then I just berated myself and felt like shit for like days afterwards. You know what I mean? What's that all about? Was I thinking that I was treating myself? Like I'm a grown up. I can have cookies whenever I want. It's not like I'm a kid and have to ask my mommy and daddy for a cookie. Or the only time I get treats is like, you know, whenever Halloween or whatever. Like I'm a grown up. I can go buy cookies right now if I want. So I'm not like, not like I can't have them. So what is this where you want to turn up that internal volume and be like, what was that all about? So if you're feeling ways today, reflect back and be like, what the hell was that all about? Because, 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 
next weekend or the weekend after and the weekend after that or the weekend after that, there'll be more cookies in your face. And this is where you want to get to a place where you want to be so calm around food that you see the Oreos sitting on the counter and you're like, oh, all right. Oh, maybe I'll have one. And then you enjoy it. Oh man, Oreos. I miss Oreos. Oreos are so good. Right? And then you're like, that's it. That was good. Do I want another one? No, I'm good. You know, or maybe you do have another one. No, man. Oh, this is delicious. Do I want another one? No, I'm good. I've had two. That's enough. Move it along. That's it. That's it. Can you imagine? That's just it. And then you carry on with your day and whatever. That's it. That's where I want you to get to, where you've had it, you enjoyed it. That's it. And then you just carry on with the rest of your day. Wake up the next day, carry on with the rest of your day. Not punishing yourself, not berating yourself, not none of those things. Just move it along. Because at the end of the day, here's what I can guarantee you. As long as you continue to work towards your goals while you are losing weight, an Oreo cookie here, a slice of pizza there, you know, a bag of chips here, there, and everywhere, it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals ultimately. Because it's not the cookie, it's not the chips, it's all the other things that you're doing in combination and doing those long enough that's going to get you to that end game. And then once you're there and you and you've reached your goals, we, we like I said, we have like we have we have tips for you to help you. Um I don't want to say manage, I guess you could say manage your weight uh moving forward after you've lost your weight, but it's not even really manage. I don't like the word manage or control or moderate. Just be in tune to your body's needs. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, let's help you lose weight first. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I had a crap week too. Sick and did a crap job at following sickness protocols, but here I am for week three. Okay, I love this. Yeah, you're here for week three. So get back into it back into it. I saw someone um, talking this morning how they're having a hard time. They're having a hard time just kind of like getting into it, getting to the groove of it. So you can hate it and not like it and be like, but do it anyway. So pull up the why. Why did you sign up? Why'd you sign up? Why did you sign up? Why'd you sign up for this weight loss program? You want to lose your weight finally and fucking forever. That's the end game. There are things you're going to have to do in order to get you there. You don't have to like it. You don't have to love it. You don't have to embrace it. You just have to do it. So with that, though, there's also this feeling of uncomfortableness, right? That uncomfortableness. Oh, I don't I don't want to do this. Or this seems hard or this is inconvenient and all of that. Embrace the uncomfortableness, right? Like you don't have to love it. You don't have to like it. You can hate doing it, but you got to do it anyway. And then recognize just like, so the, the thing is, is that you were so excited when you started this program that when you started to make changes, there was that motivation there off the hot, off the heels of I just started. So, you know, like doing this, doing that, and then you feel great and then you get thrown off and then you feel like you're starting over again, but you're not, you're not starting over again, just picking up, you know, just continuing the process. And then once you get back into it, once you can string a couple days, you're going to be like, oh, I'm back, man. I am so back. I am so back. It's like, it's like, it's like exercise, right? You, you, you're into it. You feel amazing. You take like two days off. You feel like you've taken two months off. It feels like, ah, I can't get back at it. And then you get back at it and you're like, oh, I'm a rock star. I feel amazing. So there is this uncomfortable space when you've been off to getting back on. So it's just like, try to just try to just like, like day by day, literally like step by step, just start with like, wake it up. 
know? And getting that, maybe maybe it's not lemon water, apple cider vinegar, but getting some water in. Or if you're having a coffee right now listening, just go get yourself some water and drink, say, I'm going to drink a glass of water alongside my coffee. Then you've got at least one glass of water in, you know, and then start with your breakfast and then your snack and then your lunch. And it may not be perfect. It's not about making it perfect. It's about just doing as many things as you can that will get you back at it and in line with doing the things that you need to do, right? So, so take it slow. But it's that uncomfortableness, right? Of getting back at it. Uh, I'm in a funk. Okay. I've been stuck 90, between 94 and 95 pounds. And I'm really following the program, even getting in exercise. Okay. So you're not stuck, right? Because if you are doing all the things, then probably what your body is just like a, this need to have our bodies work on demand. And so here's what I would say to you. What else is going on? Like, well, first of all, how was your weekend? Like how really, how was your weekend? Were you bang on with everything? Um, did you get a great sleep? You know, like whatever. So that's, that's really important because you're, you're, if you're, because you're, if, if you did, if your weight is the same and you didn't do those things, like if you're kind of off a little bit and your weight should be up, if your weight is the same, it could be a sign that your weight is down. Like if you indulge this weekend or you hit and miss here and there and you go on the scale today and it's the same chances are it's actually on the way down because it should be up based on the things that you did or didn't do, right? So that's a big one. I'm really following the program, even getting an exercise. Okay, so have you, Angela, done deep breathing exercises today, yesterday, whatever? It's probably the simplest thing you can do to calm down your vagus nerve and your stress, right? So I say that because there's always extra things that you can do. What is exercise? Is exercise moving, you know, walking your dog? Is your dog old? Like, are you walking up hills? Are you getting your heart rate up? Have you done resistance training, right? And if you are like, yeah, I do resistance training like four or five times a week. Okay. So if you're, is your body sore from your resistance training? Because your weight can be up and also down at the same time right? It can be up and down at the same time. So it could be that your weight is on your way down, but you ha- did an exercise yesterday and your body is sore. So your body is retaining water because your muscles are inflamed. So then your weight is up, right? So that's where you have to, this is why journaling is so important because this just, I'm eat, I'm exer- I'm eating and I'm exercising is not enough for me to be able to help you in any way whatsoever, figure out what you need to do. And this is where I'm going to teach you how to figure out what you need to do, like where are you at, what's going on, what have you been doing? Is your body changing? Like, are you noticing that your, your body has been changing, but your weight is the same? Then that's something, right? Because that means that your body's repairing and rebuilding and regenerating and adjusting to any any weight that you've lost. Or if you haven't lost any yet, that means your body's just addressing all of those things in preparation for then releasing that fat. So that's where you really want to get into that. How are your portions been, right? I say that because we're just getting into those four mindful questions today. Four mindful questions today. Like how have your portions, have you just been eating to satisfaction or eating just enough? So then you walk away, you're feeling satisfied and not stuffed. So what's happening in 10, 15 minutes later with that, right? Um, Are you maximizing your efforts in terms of making your food choices as nutrient rich as possible? Are you skipping breakfast every day when it could be a benefit, right? Um, Are you getting in enough water? You may be getting in more water and you may be good with your water, but are you getting in enough water, right? So this is where you really kind of want to get into this. That's where the maximizing uh, 20 questions really helps you kind of go through. It's a great idea to pull that out at the beginning of every new week um, and kind of like just go through it, remind yourself of all the things. You could be like, yeah, yeah, I'm drinking my water. And you're like, yeah, because I'm just hitting three liters every every day when in reality you need like three and a half. So at the end of the week, you're down a few liters, right? Right. Or maybe you're drinking, I saw someone the other day talking like they were drinking eight liters of water. Like if you're drinking eight liters of water, I'm assuming you have a lot of weight to lose, like upwards of like 60 plus at least pounds to lose. You are a pretty tall person. Um, You are super active and you are sweating, taking medication that causes dehydration. Like, you know, just just drinking. It's more isn't more. You want to make sure you have the right amount. Right. So it's fine tuning these little things, fine tuning these little things. So it's not stuck. 
So a plateau, you want and need plateaus. Plateaus are your body taking time to adjust your weight. That's what's going to help you be able to maintain and sustain your weight because your body's adjusted to a new set point, which is really important. So you're not stuck on a plateau. It doesn't mean that you sit there and knit sweaters and be like, oh, you know, I'm on a plateau. There are things you can do. And that's where you want to look to that maximizing post um, and see what you can do there or any changes that you can make. Even your exercise routine. If you've been doing the same exercise routine for like months, maybe it's time to switch something up right? Really take a look at, look at that. Look at that. Um, I went on a sugar binge on the weekend. It began Friday afternoon, ended last night. I gained a lot of weight from it. It affected my sleep. I felt like shit afterwards back on track again, verbiage, right? So, uh, you went on a sugar binge on the weekend. It began Friday afternoon, ended last night. Your weight went up a lot from it. It affected your sleep. I felt like shit afterwards back on track today. Okay. So this is great, but go deeper than that. What, what was there a trigger? What, 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 what happened? It began Friday afternoon. So what happened? This is why I love the awareness that this is what you, this is like, this is like, this is observing what's it's like reflecting back and being aware. Okay. This is what I did. Great. So I love that. Why did you do it? That's the bigger, that's the aha moment comes out of why. So what happened Friday afternoon that triggered the sugar binge? Because listen, you're eating six times a day, nutrient-rich foods, your body's getting everything that it needs. It doesn't need sugar. It doesn't need sugar. So what was it? What what triggered it? And then what was the thought process that kept it going through the weekend? Right? And now I, I know I just took you through a whole process. You might as well like everything you just explained, that's what I did. Okay, that's good to know and be aware that that's like a, you know, that's how it goes down. That's how it goes down with most people. But why did it go down like that for you? That's where you want to turn up that internal volume and be like, what's going on there? Like I'm working so hard on this weight loss program. I really want to lose this weight. I'm trying for 20 fucking years to lose it. What's going on with me? I'm not a child. It's not Halloween. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I can go buy candy, sugar whenever I want. So what's my deal here? Why did I do that to myself, right? What, what? <laughs> I need to stop crocheting. <laughs> it's stress. You're crocheting and knitting great for stuff. So that's where you want to go into that, right? Um, the height, the scale is the same, but I'm fitting into pants I couldn't last week. I've been here before, so I try not to focus on the scale so much. That's right, right? So that's a situation where your your scale might not be dropping, but your body is doing something. Here's the problem. You want to know when the problem comes in. You want to know when you're like, you need to be mindful that something is off. When your weight isn't dropping and your body isn't changing and you're noticing non like no non-scale victories and nothing is happening and it's week seven. And it's week seven. I have to add that there because it's way too soon yet to figure out where your body's at, especially if you're coming off restrictive diet, restrictive diets. You know, like I'll see people like I saw someone the other day. I was like so frustrated. I don't know what's going on. And I just I feel so this. I feel so that my weight, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm watching this thread go back and forth. And then I was like, well, I'm in menopause and I'm whatever. OK, well, then it's going to take if you're in menopause and you feel heavy and you feel bloated and your belly's all whatever, like you're in the height of like your body is freaking the fuck out. You need to get a handle on that first. You need to help the body calm down, get into routine, consistently give it what it needs. And then, you know what I mean? That's what I mean by get your body to a point where it can even focus on fat loss to begin with, right? To calm all that down so you can figure out, okay, what can I do? So it takes a while. It takes a while. It is way too soon yet to decide to, for you to decide that there's something else going on because the scale isn't moving as your body isn't changing. Um, now, if it was week seven, we're concerned, which is why in week five, we're going to talk to Dr. Paul about the reasons why your weight might be slower to move. And which, if that is you, we're going to give you some things to do and tips and stuff to follow. We're going to give you great insight in there. But before you get to that, you have to do lay that foundation right now. That's where you're laying that foundation. It's not like you can just be like, do this, because if your body's stressed out, chaotic, doing that ain't going to help. But this is why you're laying that first, that first level foundation so that 
Rolling into week five, if you're not seeing any movement on the scale, really we can get into what is going on and why that might be. Again, we've had a lot of people not lose any weight till week seven and then go go lose 40 pounds in the back end of the program. Because unlike other diets, this process gets easier as you go. The hard part is in the very beginning. And that's where everyone rolls into here with all the expectations of losing all their weight in the first few weeks where it's so misplaced that really you want to roll those expectations into the last four weeks of the program where you've you know been into and given your body everything that needs, built that strong foundation, doing all the things you need to do consistently and long enough for your body to actually start making change, right? This is my second program, lost 20 pounds, but better than that, I lost so many inches and feeling so great about my success. So far this round, I have just maintained my weight, which I'm okay with. Solidifying is good for me. Yeah. So if you're like on a plateau, that happens a lot where you lose a big chunk of weight and your body's going to take time at some point to adjust to that new weight. So you hear this a lot. People lost like 40, 60 pounds their first program, and now they're not seeing much movement on the scale because yeah, their body needs a hot minute to adjust to the weight that they've lost. That's how it is. And that's what you want because we're playing the long game here. We're playing the finally and forever weight loss game here, right? So, so you're going to keep at it, do as many rounds as you need to actually reach your goal. And you're going to have some times where you, some groups where it seems like you're losing every day and then other groups where, you know, days and weeks are going by and you're not losing anything. And that's how it is. That's what healthy, sustainable weight loss looks like is really doing the things that you need to do consistently and your body releasing fat and then being on plateaus where your body's adjusting to the fat that it's released. And that's what you want in all part of the process. While you are on those plateaus, though, especially once you get into it, this is where you should be noticing things happening, right? Noticing your body change. Such a great idea to keep track of those uh, non-scale victories. Went to check out a new local donut shop. <laughs> Maybe don't do that while you're on a diet or do it because there's so much to be learned. Let me see what you had to say. Let me see what happened. Um, I just wanted one, just one. My husband bought six, cheaper to buy six. Sabotage. Of course, I had a bite of each. Scale is up. I'm over it. Move on. Funny thing, two donuts sitting on the counter. Yeah, right? There you go. That, like, you want having, so... Having the thing can be just as important and valuable with this process as not having the thing. There is so much to be learned by having the thing. If you are fantasizing and dreaming about pizza, just have a slice of pizza because then you'll be aware of what happens when you have. Did you enjoy it? Did you berate yourself afterwards? Did you get in a funk the next day? Right? Okay. So you got work to do or you had it. Okay. You had it. Next day, scale is up. Continue on with what you need to do. Scale goes back down. Carry on. That slice of pizza did not stop you from reaching your finally and forever goal. There is so much to be learned by having the thing. Not that I'm suggesting everyone go check out the new latest donut shop. <laughs> but it's so much, so much, so much to be learned. Um... Hello, hello, struggle bus. I need to give the scale a break for a few days because it's discouraging. Okay, so you can do that. But here's what's going to happen. Right now, the bus is parked outside your house. So you're like, I see the bus. So I'm just going to close the curtains and pretend like it's not there. And... Chances are when you're ready, you're going to open up those curtains and the bus is still going to be there. And you're like, oh my God, the bus is still there. So you're going to close those curtains again. I'm so discouraged. Do you know why the bus is sitting outside your house? Because it's waiting for you to get on the fucking bus. Get on the bus. Don't just hide. Take a break. I mean, if you want to take a break, take a break. Um, and let's talk about the scale being discouraging. Is the scale discouraging? Is it really? It's just a hunk of metal. Only you know the number. What's just, are you doing all the things? 
Like, are you showing up every day and you are like, you're waking up, you're having your lemon water, apple cider vinegar, you're having that protein breakfast, you're maximizing your food choices, you're so consistent, you're so in tune, you are journaling your ass off, you're setting your intentions, your end of day reflections, you're moving your body, you're managing your stress, you're trying to get good sleep that night and you're doing all that. And then you're going to let a piece of metal on the ground discourage you. You're doing all of those. Or are you discouraged or frustrated in yourself because you're not doing the things? And then like, right? Like if you are doing all of the things, that scale is going to move. So the power of doing all the things should be way more important than standing on that piece of metal. And so the struggle bus sits outside of your house because it's waiting for you to get on the struggle bus, shutting it down, taking a step back. No, like that's not helping you work through the issue. You Right now you have issues, right? Or beliefs or traumas. You could have past traumas, which if you want to take time off the scale, take time off the scale, but don't take time off the scale because you're just, it's discouraging, right? It's just a tool at the end of the day. Um, you know, some, some people deal with some, you know, so with some mental health issues and let, let, let me talk about that right now, because, you know, this is supposed to be a fun, informative way, healthy way to lose weight, not just physically, but also mentally. And sometimes we have things going on in our life where we just don't have the mental capacity in order to be able to focus on the things that we need to focus on. And so if you are at a place where you don't have the capacity or you're having an extra, you're just having a moment with where you're at or struggling mentally, then this is where not only don't take a step back from the scale, but maybe take a step back from trying to lose weight and then maybe shift your focus on, you know, just being healthy right? Because sometimes that doesn't mix. The the pressure to lose weight with mental health is just like not a great combination. So what you want to do is be like, okay, so I'm, you know, still eating all these healthy foods. I'm making time to prioritize. I'm managing my stress. I'm managing my sleep. I'm doing all these things. Right now, that's where my capacity is. Right now, that's what I need to focus on. Do you know, so there's a big difference there. Because the scale is just bringing up the issues. Like, why are you discouraged? if you're doing all the things, right? So what is that about? That's where you want to turn out that internal volume. And because the scale is going to move, you do the thing, you do this, your body responds like that. The scale is going to move. You're going to lose your weight as long as you keep showing up. So what's, what's the discouraging, what's discouraging about the scale? Well, you don't like what the scale says. So you're going to go eat a donut. You don't like this, what the scale says. So you're not going to exercise. You don't like what the scale is like. We're not children, do you know what I mean? So to have a real conversation with you. If you, this is a kid who is like, say it's a kid, you're one of your kids. I don't know if you have kids or not, but you're like, well, I don't want to go to school. I didn't get a good mark on my test yesterday. I'm not going to school today. What? I'd be like, what? So you didn't get a good mark on a test yesterday. So you're not going to go to school today. So what I'm going to say to the kids, okay, like, why didn't you get, did you try your best? Why didn't you get a good mark? Did you study? Did you try your best to get a good mark? Did you study to the best of your ability? Or did you maybe not study? Or you study, but not really all that effectively. What's going on there? First of all, why did, right? So you're not going to say to your kid, oh, you're, you know, you're feeling discouraged. You, you know, bombed that test. So don't go to school today. You'd never say that. Get your fucking ass to school is what I would say. And when it comes time for the next test, let's make sure we have things in line to make sure that you are prepared or you're studying properly. Maybe there's a disconnect. Maybe the way you study is not effective, right? There could be, I'm not blaming the kid for not doing the work, but maybe he studied a lot, but his way of studying was listening to music at the same time, which I don't know how kids do that. But anyway, it's a whole thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is where you got to, these are what you got to say to yourself. So I, my suggestion is if you have the mental capacity to do it, because sometimes we don't, and there's nothing wrong with that, is get on the scale, face it, and but double down on the things that you can do because the scale is going to move, right? Because right now you're, you don't believe it's going to move and that's okay. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. I let it go. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. Um, I know we're getting right into, we're not fucking around. We are not... <laughs> so many f-bombs today and it's not even the monday night live um sorry not sorry i am so 
excited for you because you are here in week three. This is where we really get into it. It starts with those portions and the four mindfulness questions. It starts with recognizing if you use food because you're bored or you're stressed or whatever, which you're going to find this week a little unnerving because you just have to do what you need to do and you can't utilize food for that. This is where we really start to get into it. So I hope you're excited about it. This is where we really start to challenge you, where you start to challenge yourself, where you want to show up and challenge yourself. Everyone talks about a challenge, right? It's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Or maybe it's an adventure or maybe it's a journey or however you're framing it. Um, we're going to get so into it. This point for we don't mess around. We've already probably lost the quick fixers, the people who just, you know, didn't lose all their weight in the first three weeks. So they're gone. We'll come back at the end. We'll be happy and we'll embrace them when they do. But if you are here, keep showing up, ask questions. You should know why the scale isn't moving for you. You should know why the scale is up. And if you don't, you need to stick around to learn why. And that's what I'm going to teach you. There are thousands of people doing this program. The program is going to work for everybody, but everybody is unique and has their own issues and associations that they need to work through their past traumas and their habits and their triggers and their health issues. But this is where we're going to teach you how to make it individual to your needs, right? And if you are feeling ways on a Monday, feeling any other way other than excited and super positive, you got issues. You got things you got to work through. You got to work through that, right? That's the big part of that. Just as much the the physical stuff as what's happening, the mental stuff. I'm so excited for the week that we have ahead. Um, honestly, it's going to be such a great week. Week three is probably my favorite week, although every week tends to be my favorite week. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to tell you everything that you need to do. I, I set the bar so high with so many things that you can do to be proactive with this process now that you've laid this foundation. Uh, if you're new to the program for whatever reason, um, make sure you reach out. We, we can help you get caught up wherever you're at. Ask as many questions as you need. Remember, if I didn't get to your question today, copy and paste it. Put it over on the question of the day page, pinned to the top of the page, because this is one post where we don't circle back around and ask questions. Also remember, you can download and listen to these live by way of podcast. Uh, we're available on all podcast platforms. So if you want to like download and listen while you're doing laundry or driving or out for a walk or whenever is convenient for you, uh, that's a great way to uh, follow along and listen. Um, if you are listening to our podcast and you're not in our current group because you didn't get in, your opportunity is on Monday. Next Monday, we are doing a one day flash sale, hot flash sale. <laughs> we're doing a hot flash sale. Um, we're going to be able to pick up both programs, one or the other or both, whatever, for 60 freaking dollars. That's like pre-pandemic. It's like, like when I first started my program price, $60. Can you, I mean, $75 is a steal, uh, but a one day only it's limited to the first 15,000 people. Um, so tell your friends, tell your family, um, set your calendar 7am. People are asking if it starts at 12am. I'm, I, I thought about that and I'm just like, man, I am old. I am not, I am not making people wait and stay up till 12 o'clock in the morning in order to buy the program. So <laughs> It's going to go on sale at seven. <laughs> I got to go. Have an amazing day, everyone. Uh, if you want to join me tonight, I will see you then 7 p.m. Monday night live only in the group. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.